Welcome to the inaugural episode, the primo episode of Chewing the Fat. I sit down with my best mate and co-host, James Jimmy Jimmo Jimbo O'Brien, where we chat a range of things spanning from COVID-19 to the recent release of The Last Dance documentary. So sit back, relax, get your ear holes ready for some light-hearted goodness, and of course, make sure you crack a can with us. Now roll the gears. Here we are, Jimbo, how are you mate? I'm very keen, very excited for this first podcast. The inaugural episode, first must I say, how much of a fucking tune is that? That is an absolute fucking intro, good idea by you, very happy with that. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Master of the Rich, probably one of the best bands going around in Australia, i say. Also, I have no idea who they are. I was going to say, uh, you don't know who they <laughs> If it's not on uh, Triple M. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, first episode of Chewing the Fat, how are we feeling? I'm feeling a bit nervous. Uh, there's a big crowd, a lot of expectations from the people, so uh, yeah. we'll try and we'll try and keep it up. Well, this is a podcast by the people for the people. So exactly, exactly. We're that's... only just going to give the people what they want. That's how we advertise it. <laughs> so, um, a little introduction, a little bit of housekeeping. So, basically, the introduction to the pod. So, what is it about? Basically, it was developed over a few years ago over a couple of glass sandwiches um, in the local, but mainly due to the lockdown. And not being able to see any of their friends, we thought, we fucking need to get this started up. A few conversations on the airway, give the people something to listen to. Absolutely. There's uh, there's two things that blokes want when they're drinking with mates. A, Margot Robbie. B, start a podcast with the boys. And uh, 50% strike rate. Yeah. I think we're going pretty good there. 100%. I was sitting on the couch um, a couple of weeks ago and the meme popped up on Facebook. It's like, don't say it, don't say it, yeah. don't say it. We're start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or shave your head. Yeah, well, I don't think the second is going to happen, but the first is definitely happening. So, um, yeah, so basically what we're going to do on this is we're just going to have a bit of a chat over a couple of cans. We're going to, the conversations will vary based on who we uh, decide to get on the pod, but look, it's, who knows what can happen. Depending if you've got any ideas, just send them in. We'll give the social details at the end of the podcast, but if you've got any topics you want us to talk about, digest as um, two Australian men. We're going to be sh- fucking straight down the line. No deviation. We'll give it we'll give it the truth. Yep. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so, um, do you have any expectations about the pod? Uh, not really. I reckon get a couple of mates on, get a couple of blokes. Yeah. We've had um, stories. We have sort of leaked it, that this is going to happen and a few people have gotten a bit keen. Absolutely. Shout out to Jimmy Mack. Yeah, Jimmy Mack may be our only listener, but Absolutely. he's going to be on episode two. So, look out, Jimbo. Very um, excited. Very excited. So, for starters, we're going to have a little theme running. Um, uh, our guest every week is going to pick our cans of choice. Um, as the intro suggested, it's uh, chatting nonsense over a couple of cans. So, Jimbo, what have we picked to uh, quench our thirst tonight? Well, tonight we've chosen a Foster's. A bit of an obscure choice for, you know, Australia. But, you know, if you're international, that's all you drink apparently in Australia. I've, so I can't remember what I was watching online but or reading somewhere, but... It seems like in the UK, that's like their beer of choice yeah, for like some weird reason. When I was in Europe, so many pubs had this and for some reason they all thought we drank it. So I thought we'd go something outside a bit because mm. I know every bloke when they come in will bring a draft or a VB because no one drinks anything else. Ain't nothing but the best for the best. Oh, exactly. wait, no, we'll crack these bad boys. Oh, cheers, mate. I hope that sounded good in the mics. Yeah, I hope it did. After 10 test runs. So we've knocked that one off. Now we're just going to quickly jump into the start of the podcast with our quick six. 
Yes, so first off, um, it's going to be a little bit of a get to know Jimbo, get to know Jacko sort of because of the first episode. So firstly, um, how did we meet? I think, I believe it was when I came to Galen Catholic College in yeah, year nine. Year nine. I was in Melbourne at uh, Northcote High School, family moved to Wangaratta. And um, after a couple of weeks of trying to get in the cool group with you, you finally let me in um, for me to realize it was not the cool group. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, the truth of the story is that James's cousin went to the school at the time and we were family friends way back. Anyway, she had sent a message to me the night before saying, Hi, Jackson. Um, how are you going? Uh, excited for school tomorrow. First day back, year nine. Big, big year. Um, oh, anyway, my cousin James is starting school tomorrow. Would you be able to be his friend? I thought, oh, well, <laughs> what can ha- What can be the worst Please. thing that can happen? Anyway, Monday morning, sitting around the D-ball courts, just fucking serving some hoot. Anyway, <laughs> walks over um, Emma and her cousin Jimbo, and I'll tell you what, was there a lot of grease in the hair or what? Mm, and yeah, the ankle yep, socks. Yep, yep, How are the yep. ankle socks? Well, mate, in Melbourne, ankle socks were the thing. I didn't know that there was some, like in Wangaratta, who, who thought there'd be a fashion statement to be bought up there? Well, I'll tell you what, the only other person that was rocking the uh, ankle socks in Europe was Heath Nash and typical other Melbourne boys. Yeah, exactly, but, yeah, yeah. Don't, but anyway, don't. so yeah, so pretty much met in year nine and ever since then, a bit of a relationship has flourished. Been pretty perfect. inseparable. Played uh, played football, obviously, at uh, different grades coming when we're older. Football and basketball. <laughs> yeah. It's fair to say I was a better athlete, but Jim, oh, Jimbo tried. A bit, bit of me time, a bit of me time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's basically how you met. Um, what do you do for work? Right now, oh, I know what you do for work, but let the listeners know what you do. Work in the work in the house removals are uh, part of it, and uh, part time take Centrelink. So, so I'm living the life. So you are a true Australian. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. labour jobs all day, every day. Oh, that's good then. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. Yeah. What about you, mate? Uh, I'm a graphic designer. Oh, okay. Full time. Full time. Uh, well, not at the moment due to everything's fucked. But um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks off work, which was okay. I had a few things to do around the house. Porsche, my beautiful girlfriend. Gave me a 60 dot point list of everything that needed to be done. <laughs> I did everything. Did I was it quickly. <laughs> did it as quick as possible as I get back to my Netflix. But yeah, so yeah, graphic designer, work at a sportswear company and then do a bit of freelance on the side. So enough to keep me busy. Um, Jimbo, your team you follow in the AFL because obviously we're footy boys. We love the footy. Um, who do you follow? Follow the Buccaneers. Been a big fan for years. No, AFL, you dog. Oh. <laughs> Talking about the Patriots. No, we'll get to that bit. That's, that's, uh, that's coming up. Uh, okay. Well, I'm a big Sydney Swans fan. Uh, reason behind that, I was in Sydney when I was a kid, till I was about six. Um, and back then, the only home games that, that were played on TV was Sydney. So it was it was the only thing to do. I <laughs> watched them. Unfortunately, Dad, Dad was a mad Collingwood fan, and he hated me for <laughs> not following them in the end. Oh, Dave, I'll tell you what. If there's a... Better Dilf getting around it is Dave O'Brien, your dad. Uh, and I'm sexy, only sexy and I'm only transitioning into it, which is good. Today has shit calves. I know. Like real shit calves. Yeah, real yeah, shit calves. Upper body only. Um so yeah, so you did say you're a Buccaneers fan? Yeah, big Buccaneers fan, been there for all, all the years. Um, <laughs> ever since a ever since weeks ago. <laughs> ever since what was it yesterday when Gronk was signed off? <laughs> I, I, I just honestly they've got the best wide receiving group. Mate, well, what I was saying is, I was speaking of my house, mate, and we are saying that even if they don't win, 
they've they're gonna earn so much money from oh, sales. Everyone's gonna want to watch them. Imagine the TV time they're gonna get now. Brady throwing to Gronk. Oh, well, then you got obviously you got Mike Evans and mm. Goodwin, who were absolute beasts for me yeah. in fantasy last year. Well, they're, they're still going to be great, but man, they're, they're going to get so much here. Imagine jersey sales. Like, they're oh. who honestly, out of all our mates, like that follow, who who knows? Yeah, them? I know. No one, a lot of bandwagon no followers here in Australia. Yeah, exactly. Well, right now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I must say, they did look fire in those red jerseys. They did. It looked good. I'm excited. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, and obviously, with the news coming through in the last couple of days, the NRL is going to go ahead at the end of this month, I think. Um, and the AFL hasn't made a decision yet. We've decided that we're going to have to end up picking a NRL team to follow because otherwise there's no sport besides Absolutely. the Bulgarian Bundesliga the, fucking soccer The match. Taiwan Basketball yeah. League or something like that. So um, we've, we've, I've jumped on the old Google and I've done a little Google search and I found a converter for our teams from the AFL converted into the NRL. Is there actually a converter? There's a, there's a converter. It's on big footy, so yeah. there's a lot of experts on there. It's It's got to be pretty genuine though. Anyway, so, I, um, so you said Sydney and Sydney is the North Queensland Cowboys. That, how's that coming Jonathan out? Thurston. You yeah. remember him? Yeah, 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 JT. But, yeah, he doesn't play there anymore, but... Yeah, but how's yeah, it, it, it come to uh, Queensland? I, I don't know. That's just what Big Footy says. I'm not going to argue with it. That sounds like a pretty reputable website. And then and the Weagles, who I go for, mm-hmm. are the Brisbane Broncos. Still makes no sense to me, yeah, but I back, look, it. I back it. I don't understand the game. It's got a bit more of a blurb here. I'm reading. Same, Broncos, same obscure. Broncos equal West Coast, most successful interstate team that is never far away from success with bigger supporter bases. Yeah, right. That makes kind of sense. Yeah. Try and find one for Sydney. No, can't find it. But no. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we're going to try and follow the NRL, which... <laughs> it's going to struggle. Yeah. I don't want to have a punt on it. Exactly. I'm not going to... No, no. Exactly. I'm not going to follow it. Now, Jackson, great question. Oh. Favourite pub feed, what would it be? Uh, chicken schnitzel, peppercorn sauce, hold the salad, you just do, chips, please. You do love a schnitzel, not uh, a Parma man. That's yeah, what I'm confused I just, about. I don't know, like, I think... No, you're a bit of an athlete, but a bit of cheese ain't going to hurt. Nah, like, usually Thursday nights at the footy club's Parma night, mm, yeah. so generally I'm getting one of them every week for 20 weeks, depending on how far we go into finals. So, and I generally, I do love a bit of spicy peppercorn sauce. True, true, that's fair. That's there you Oh, you can't stray away from a parma, but I am a big fan of the calamari, salt and pepper squid. My only problem with that is that... It can be very touch and go sometimes. Yeah, and touch and go and overpowering. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah, you get a little exactly. like You need to find your right pub, yeah. which is probably something I'm going to have to do once this Ooh, is all over. Yeah, I know. It, was, it fucking sucks. It really does. Sick of my cooking. Sick of it. All right, so I I sent you a quick little blurb about what we're going to talk today. So the next question is three people you'll sit down with and have a frot with with sorry once this is done once oh it can be past or present like famous person oh so who i would love just, to sit down with just someone you want to chew the fat with honestly mark hamill for who those who don't know star wars yeah mate, i don't know <laughs> an absolute legend absolute icon um would be great to have a chat to second of all probably tom brady just to see yeah. his success would he, be amazing to be perfectly honest sorry buddy but i don't think he'd have a frog i think he'd have like a zucchini broccoli smoothie yeah, exactly thing. something something healthy something real healthy yeah. and so talking about tom brady i reckon just going back to the bucks i reckon that florida heat's going to do something for him yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know it's whether be it's going to be a tan or just <laughs> a bit of vitamin d on the skin Maybe. but it's going to do something i oh, know he's bleeding. anyway continue so that's two 
Third one, that's a hard one to think of. There's a there's a lot of people. Um, probably just go Morgan Freeman. I don't know why. Just to narrate the whole Sounds thing. Sounds like a great choice, though. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, he'd be a mad bloke. I know, not not uh, not really any Australians, but... Uh, oh, well, look, there is, there's a few good Australians getting around. Like, oh, people that come to light. That would be good to sit down with. Like, obviously, Tony Lockett. Oh, amazing. I'm just amazing. thinking off the top of my head, just... I've heard stories about when um, one of the new draftees, I can't remember who the name was, was going through the club at Sydney on his first introduction day and they're walking through, showing him the facilities and stuff. And anyway, they hear this like loud roar and clapping and stuff from one of the rooms. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll walk down. Anyway, here's Tony Lockett at the front holding a bat up. He just clocked 100 on the skin folds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> oh, that's a cracker. And yeah, like, generally, for people that don't know, usually your skin folds, which is like the bane of all footballers in the professional league is basically there's so many points around the body they take a measurement from. They've got pinches and they'll add that up. And generally, don't quote me, but I think it's meant to be like 30 to 40 is like elite. Like you shredded, yeah. like Dylan Shield shredded. And he's hit 100. And he's hit 100. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Doesn't stop him from kicking 10 to 15. Oh, mate. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> So, um, yes, yeah, so I think Tony Lockett, and plus I've been watching like a lot of the old KO Grand Finals. Oh, mate, I know you don't have Fox Cell, but they played the top 50 games yeah. voted by the people. Oh, yeah, I saw a bit controversial. Mate. I don't know how... I think it's just because it's so re- like biased recency. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, at the bias. same time, the Geelong Hawks... Um, Granny, that was in there. Oh, wait. Like no, oh, the not 89. Yeah, 89. Yeah. yeah, which was... I do want to talk about that for a little bit because I did watch that the other day. That was oh, incredible. Crazy. Um, anyway, so yeah, so Tony Lockett... Uh, I might stick to a bit of Australiana. 100% would be Bon Scott. Yeah. Cool. ACDC is my cool. favorite band of all time. Um, I reckon, like, I'd give me left nut to go back to the 70s and just fucking... <laughs> just too late. Like, there's been... Like, I've heard stories from a good man of ours, Poodle. Um, yeah. His dad saw ACDC in the early 70s at the Wangaratta CWA Hall. Yeah. Um, just... Said it was amazing. Just fucked. And, like, Nick Murphy, he's seen him. Yeah. Just at schools and stuff. I reckon, yeah. And some of the stories, like classic rock and rolls. Stick and Aussie. Yeah. On international. I, like, I wrote up these questions, but I can't even think of the top of my head. Bob Hawke. Bobby Hawke. Yeah, I read his book the other day. Oh, a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real, I think he was... When prob- did that come out? It's been out for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a surf journalist that sat down. It's called Wednesdays with Bob. Yeah, okay. Basically, every Wednesday, yeah. he would go to Bob's house and interview him. And every... Day, every Wednesday he'd go he'd always go with a fresh cigar because that was pretty much the only okay, way he'd get yeah. to open up fair enough oh, so, some of the stories about him like it's just crazy I remember he said there's one quote from Winston Churchill apparently he was pretty blinded to function or something anyway his wife came up to him and said oh Winston you're so drunk and he's like yeah well at least when I wake up in the morning I won't be ugly <laughs> <laughs> ambitious oh, yeah but yeah I thought I'd just some of the stories Brave I heard man. from him and like some of the people he met and some of the things he did for a show I think he's probably one of the greatest prime ministers we ever had to be honest I'm not much of a political person uh, but the only reason we love him because he sculled that beer that day <laughs> yeah so the story behind that is apparently because he's a Harvard scholar so he went to Harvard right yeah like over in the yeah, UK yeah big G yeah so he's like super smart individual um, apparently one of their punishments for like missing class or coming late or something was they had a yard glass, you know, the ones that like a skinny through the middle. and oh, yeah. And their punishment yeah, was yeah. to scull one of them. Really? Yeah, and he's clocked the record. Doesn't sound like much of a punishment to a lot of blokes out there. I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> wouldn't have thought. So, yeah, so they're, they're the three. So, yeah, Tony Lockett, Bon Scott, and um, 
Bobby Bobby Hawk. Um, Pretty good. And the final question of our uh, quick six: um, advice you'd give to your younger self. That's pretty deep. That's pretty it's a deep. deep question. Uh, I thought, you know, it's going to be lighthearted, but we need to give the people what they want. Haven't had many cans yet to get that deep. Uh, I don't know. Probably just relax a bit more. Yeah. Pretty relaxed as it is. But well, at least you're living in <laughs> still, still advice I give to myself. <laughs> what yeah, about not, you, mate? Um, oh, I think as long as you give it a crack, I think everything will work out. Yeah. I think as long as you, yeah. you give everything a crack... Like if something doesn't happen, like so be it. As long as like in the future, you know that you gave it a crack, mate. Anyway, so exactly that's our deepness for the day. (laughs) So obviously we're gonna go into like fuck how this whole COVID nineteen thing is like fully crook, mate. Shit, it's literally spread our butt cheeks apart and just fucking dropped a size twelve RM into our ass (laughs) right into it. Absolutely yeah. sunk it. It's up. It's it's fucked. So like, obviously, what what have you? What's what's your go? What are you doing? You're Straight off work. Up, like, lucky. Like I've lost a lost a bit of work. Yeah. Obviously, because what's happened. Yeah. Um, I'm allowed to go on job keeper though. Yeah. Bit of money is, there. Thank God for that. Thank Thank God. Um, yeah. So I'll keep that in, but I'm still doing online study. Yeah. Apart from that, been fanging Call of Duty on PlayStation. Yeah. Like a lot of blokes, been playing with a lot of mates, and yeah. I think that's the go-to. I had to um, I had to do some serious serious searching for a PS4. I'm not a gamer myself. Like no, when I was a, you are absolutely woeful at video yeah, games. Like. Yeah, I um, as a kid, I had a PlayStation Three. I'd play, probably play about half an hour, get frustrated. I'd be like, "Fuck this, I'm going out and doing something <laughs> else." But um, nah, all the obviously with all the boys out of work and sitting at home a lot. They're all um, jumping on the old Modern Warfare. Yeah. So I thought, fuck, I better get one. So I've, I've searched every, and everywhere is sold out. Yeah, so, so what, you had to order it? Or? So yeah, luckily I, I jumped on EB Games. I just got a refurbished one because yeah. I thought I'm not spending money to buy a new one no. if I'm just going to play it for a couple <laughs> of weeks and then get rid of it. <laughs> Once this is all over, yeah, fuck it off again. So yeah. like, I've gone for, like I've got a real addictive personality. So mm-hmm. when I do something, I go away. So I've got, as you can see, I've got the freaking microphone. Yeah, and exactly. just so the well, listeners like um, can... Like, you're part of us. So, we're currently in my dojo, aka the studio, aka the second bedroom in my house. It's amazing. Um, Yeah, so we're currently set up here. Got the headset. I'm waiting for the PS4. I've picked the worst time in the world to get shipping. These microphones, this is why the podcast has taken that long to get out. Yeah. Microphones came from a rabbit. all of these like two weeks ago or something? Oh, no. I reckon it was three weeks ago. And they came. Just they got fair time for. They got dispatched from Moorabbin. For people that don't know, that's probably maybe about forty-five minutes from where I live. Mm. And it's taken this long. I didn't get. I know Aussie Post is under the pump, but fuck. Man, they would be fucking getting hammered oh. right now with all those orders over. Oh, mate. overseas and that too. 100%. Yeah. So the PS4 is in limbo. So hopefully that's coming from Brisbane. So hopefully that's here sooner or later. Because I've been fagging the gameplay on YouTube. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be good, but I'm not going to be good. <laughs> it's I'm never like that. <laughs> Mate, it's like me watching Locket highlights. I think I'm going to kick 15 and I'm put full back. Yeah. And he takes it Specialist, oh, you're. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call me a specialist, but that's right, you do I'm, your job. I'm, I'm down there. Yeah. So that's another thing. Where do you play, mate? Um, what, West, what West, club? West Preston Lakeside Roosters. Um, back-to-back premiers the last couple of years. So, and you're at the Pingers. 
Uh, Probably the greatest, is. the greatest name football club in Australia. Greatest name ever. I get a lot of questions why, uh, why it's called the Pingers. <laughs> But, you know, everyone wants a backstory to it, and I obviously yeah. don't have any, so... <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, we come from Wangaratta, and the story was that you you grew up in... I grew up... I was, like, born in Carlton, moved to Sydney, came back, lived in Preston. Yeah. Um, but Dad's club, yeah, it so was West Preston, and that's where I played as a kid. Then when I came back to Melbourne, that's where I ended up playing. Yeah. Obviously, didn't work as well as I wanted. And I did a lot of travel on that. Footy was pretty much half... Half ass, unfortunately. Yeah. And now off to Epping, where it's it's bloody great out there. Like yeah. Div Two and the NFNL, great great club. You know, we'll rob this year that the COVID nineteen kicked in because we we're looking for a premiership. Epping was looking for their first premiership since uh, Luke LaRossi, the little doggy, <laughs> the September specialist, was there. Um, and like obviously, yeah, we we'll, we had a couple of good pickups, so we we're looking for mm. three in a row. But like shit happens, so who knows what's going to happen like, now. Speaking of local, do you think it will come back? Honestly, I think, I think it will come back. Depends how late in the year though, because they do need money. The clubs like yeah, how especially like I know a lot, a lot of clubs ordered like footy gear. Yeah, well, like obviously at work, like we've got clubs there that have got ten grand jobs. Oh, it's, it's and they're just sitting there. So obviously, it's put exactly. a, it's put of an impact it has on everything. Like yeah. how much money is involved in the sports? Yeah, exactly. So um, and just how much it affects like the community. So like. Personally, I, I don't... The way things are tracking and the way things are moving so quickly, you, you can't really put... The situation here in Australia is obviously we're doing a really good job mm. and shout out to all those people in the healthcare system that are working hard. We've got a couple of friends that are nurses that are mm. like working their absolute bloody fingers to the bone. Um, yeah, but like if we don't get a cure or not a cure, a vaccine like ASAP because yeah, there's no way that they're going to be able to do it. So yeah. personally, I don't think it's going to happen, but... Like, to be honest, there's a lot of talk saying that even if it's just for us, because there's only so many teams in our league, if we just play everyone once and then have finals well, going later That's what I've heard too, but then the thing is, like, no relegations, no moving up, which is fair enough, understandable. Yeah. Like, you're just trying to pump money back into the clubs. But, the, like, the other thing is, what's the use of doing it if you can't have many people attending? Like, imagine if you had to cap the gates at 50 yeah. people or something. Oh, it's massive. Like, and especially for communities here in, like, suburban and especially country footy, Oh, um, where we've we, like where we've sort of grown up with it, like that's the thing you do on a Saturday is you go on the footy, you catch up with so many people that play on the weekend, but yeah. it sucks because you've done a full preseason and then you've had to go and you know, go do another preseason. Yeah, exactly. Just to get yourself right for um for a few games, but like look, like I guess you just got to be optimistic. Mate, just in, in the in the scheme of things, it's pretty much piss all when it comes to it all yeah it is trying to play footy but it, it is a big part of a lot of people's lives and like it like for me it's a big social thing like Tuesday, oh. Thursday, Saturdays even Sundays sometimes you have things on like, 100% and that's all gone yeah like you know like, like really thank God we've got technology where it is today that we're able oh, to mate, communicate with so many people but like even still like I'm finding it like I'm not talking to as many people yeah. it's just the reason why I sort of wanted to get this started so that people yeah. can sort of be on a fly on the wall for our conversations yeah, exactly. and feel part of something so yeah no matter how it ends up everyone like a lot of blokes I know want to come and do this because 
A, as we said before, everyone has spoken about doing it. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Just never done it because it was actually pretty annoying setting it up. But not too hard, surprisingly. Yeah. Not too hard. The only annoying thing was obviously the pace, but besides that... Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... And B, like, we could do this online too, if needed. Yeah, like, I've got a whole system sorted out so we can do it online. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Got to stay optimistic. Like, I'd love to get back and play for you. Like, mm. Yeah. Like we're still young. Like you don't want to try and get as many games in as well we can. To stay in the loop with all things chewing the fat, be sure to give us a follow on the Instagram at chew that fat. That's chew that fat. There we'll be posting updates on all new episodes and guests and a heap of other content. Also, while you're at it, if you could give us a like and review on iTunes and Spotify, that'd be much appreciated. Now let's get back to the pod. So, obviously, you've been at home a bit. I've been at home a bit. Mm. Obviously, Netflix has copped an absolute flogging. Mate, absolute hammering. Been watching much? What have you been watching? Can you, requ- like, can you recommend anything to the viewers or listeners, Can't, I should say? It, it sounds bad. Yeah. Being bored shitless, but haven't been watching many new things. Been watching Community a bit. Mm. That's new on Netflix. Fang and Rick and Morty. Yeah. I don't know. It's another weird TV show, but it's just uh, it's good to watch over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Great one that I think we can both agree on. The Last Dance. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, I was going to bring that up a bit later. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, we're going to run into that Absolutely, pretty hard. Absolutely. Pretty much all I've been watching, though. Yeah. We're trying to run like, it over. Obviously, like, Ozark. Mm. Have, you, have you watched any of it? No, no. That's a really good one. Like, a bit of, like, Mexican cartel sort of vibes. Mm. Um, really rate that. We started watching Money Heist. Okay. Yeah, isn't what, it's Spanish? Third season here or something? No, it's only one season, I'm pretty oh. sure. Um, yeah, that's what someone else said, but it's, yeah, it's one season, I think it's like 13 episodes, it's Spanish, I'm pretty okay. sure, but they've dubbed it with English, and like, they've done a really good job, basically they go in to rub a, a mint, like where they mm. print money, mm. definitely recommend it, like there's so much shit happening, because it's like a Euro sort of thing, like they just yeah, get away with a whole heap of random stuff, <laughs> obviously Tiger King, perfect timing to release that. Yeah, exactly, I've heard a lot about it, I haven't really looked into it too much. Yeah, I watched it. it. It took a while to get into. A bit of shit hits the fan halfway through that sort of gets you watching, but time to perfection. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for those sports nuffies, the ESPN 30 for 30s, mm, mm. if you got yourself a KO subscription, they're basically all oh, on there. they got them on KO, do they? All of them, yeah. yeah. So, um, they usually have them running through Foxtel if you got Foxtel on ESPN. Yeah, weird yeah. To- weird times of night, though, but there's some yeah, real good ones. Yeah, well, these ones are on, de- on demand on KO, and like they're definitely worth a watch. Like The reruns of old grand finals. Because obviously we haven't had a lot of footy on. So I know a lot of the big networks have been um, rerunning a lot of the grand finals. Yeah. I've personally watched a couple and um, we've got a future episode coming up. A bit of a rewatchable of the 05 and we're going to do the 06 grand finals as West Coast and Sydney West supporters. Coast, Sydney. And both amazing grand finals. Oh, decided pro- by what? Under a goal. Under a goal. It's amazing. They, those two teams for that stretch had probably about, I think it was like maybe like a dozen games where the margins were decided by yeah, under a kick. Amazing. Which is like ridiculous. So yeah, so we're going to watch them. We're gonna, we've got a whole... Separately, social separate, distancing, yeah, separate, mate. Social so, distancing. Yeah, wash your hands, people. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we've got a whole criteria of things that we're going to sit down and we're going to watch and we're going to make note and we're going to obviously rewatch it and talk about it. We're going to see who should have won the Norma Smith and who should have got votes and lots of stuff. So, so look out for that one in the future. Um, mate, what are you going to do once this is all over? Scobo comes out on the Channel 6 News and says, look, everyone... COVID's over. What are you going to do? First thing you're going to do? Straight up. Go to the pub with the boys. Like, I- well, they got to do something. They just can't sit at home all the time. 
I think that's going to be on everyone's mind. We're not playing footy on Saturdays. We're generally meeting at the local about 12 o'clock just before race one. We'll mm. have a feed and have a tune and then we'll just sit down and watch the races go by, watch our money go away, exactly. fly away. <laughs> Couldn't agree with it more if you are. Yeah. I think this I is think definitely... That's, honestly, what's everyone, what everyone's going to go, oh, go to a pub or go to a club or something. Yeah. Australia's going to go into meltdown where, when we're allowed to do everything again. Yeah. But I reckon they're going to slowly build up to it. Slowly, yeah, slowly. It definitely has to be done in stages. I just can't wait just to get all the boys together and just have a massive lock-in. That, like, you yeah, just, exactly. You just yeah. haven't seen anyone. and just it's something just, social. Mate, you know what I can't wait to do? Shake someone's fucking hand. <laughs> I can't wait to <laughs> shake someone's hand. Uh, That's another thing I'm really interested to see is how people's social behaviour will exactly. come of this. Well, I heard talks about them trying to make the new social thing to just bump bump elbows or yeah it's not cool it's not cool it's not cool there's there's nothing better than just a nice firm shake hands it's funny like going on the house house removals as a job meeting (sighs) someone new you see what like obviously I don't instigate a shake or anything because everyone will freak out you see what they do yeah yeah. some people shake and some people say stay the fuck away from me because which is fair enough yeah absolutely fair enough you can see like obviously we've been sort of on the front foot here in Australia, we've sort of tried to do our best, and you see that like the cases we've got. I know this has turned into a bloody COVID nineteen podcast, but it's what's it's what's <laughs> Man, happening. It's only what's happened lately. Jacko and Jimbo on chewing the fat. We talk what's happening, and we're going to be perfectly honest, <laughs> isn't it? It's... Even if we have no idea what's happening, we'll Man, still talk. Can you hear that? That's time for another frothy. Come on, go to the fridge, grab another can. That's what we've done. So, um, as you said before, Jimbo, the last dance the Chicago Bulls documentary that's just come out on Netflix. So, if everyone that doesn't know, this is probably going to be the most watched documentary, I reckon, of all time. It's going to be. And Netflix has done amazing to oh, be able to produce yeah. it. Eastbound and um, Netflix has done an awesome mm. job. So, it's coming out here in Australia every Monday. They're doing two episodes at a time, so obviously over five weeks. Um, what was your initial thoughts on the two episodes? Honestly, I'm, I'm glad that, like, the first episode, great, like, introduction to it all. Second episode, I'm so glad that it gave an open view to everyone else. Yeah. Like Scotty Pippen. Yeah. That isn't Michael Jordan. Yeah. Which I find is going to be amazing um, to even look into like Dennis Rodman, you know, Steve Kerr, all the big all the big names that you don't hear about. Yeah. Like, who knew about Scotty Pippen's pay? Like, a lot of older people probably did. Yeah. But me, personally, I had no idea that he was, there was so much drama coming yeah. towards the end of his career. Yeah, personally, that, um, so in the second part, or uh, second episode, it's mainly about Scotty Pippen, who was basically probably one of the best second stars oh, on any team. He's amazing. See his stats. Yeah, his stats are incredible. So, so as James mentioned, the contract that he was on. So, Pippen was the sixth earning player on that team at two point eight million per season, and he was arguably the best. Oh, head and shoulders above anyone Jordan, else. Jordan, great team. scorer, but yeah. Pippen was doing the rebounds, the assists, the yeah. and obviously Rodman was doing a lot on defense yeah. too. But Pippen just somehow got it done all the time. Jordan missed a shot, he'd be under there, he'd be putting it back in. Yeah, so I think yeah, I think at the time he was um, second in points to Michael Jordan, obviously mm. second in rebounds to Rodman, who was just a monster on the boards. Who did score? <laughs> which which yeah. they bring up in the exactly. doco was his he his role was to be that hustle yeah and massive on the defense which obviously which made that team so everyone played their role obviously they knew MJ was the star yeah so his contract was a five year deal for eighteen million dollars for one of the top fifteen players of the time nah. Nah. it's just ridiculous so like in the doco they show that he sat out yeah the first 
um, part of that season, 97-98, because he... Got his injury. He had an injury and he could have got the surgery in the off-season, but he decided that he'd been that bad done by. He yeah. was like, well, I'm going to make you guys pay for this. So he sat out the majority, putting a lot of pressure on MJ. So the first episode was mainly about oh, a bit of a backstory to that season. Um, and then obviously going more in depth about Michael Jordan, which I think the only reason this is sort of happening is because he's given the all clear. Yeah. I've heard rumors that it's basically had, it's costed $20 million to produce this. I had this film, they that last year, their second three-peat, they've had a film crew go through and get like all access yeah, to that team. And basically it was ESPN or whoever had the, the DVD or cassette have said, we're never going to release it. So this footage has been sitting in storage for who knows how long. Just waiting. Yeah. Just waiting for something to happen. And obviously a big money figure to come out once sort of Michael Jordan got gave the all clear. He was pretty much the domino for everything. Once he yeah. said yes, everything else was happening. So yeah. So like you look at people that are getting interviewed, the freaking Barack Obama. Yeah, exactly. Obviously like NBA players like Magic, Isaiah. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. So Bird, it's actually been amazing to watch. Oh, it's been so cool. The the best thing about it, I think everyone will see like how many people watch it and all the other sporting codes that might take it on. Like imagine AFL, imagine if we had camera crews like Yeah. I saw Dangerfield said something like that tweeting out saying like oh we should start doing this in the AFL oh really yeah, yeah I think there's only two people that could have this effect on such a large global scale exactly it's obviously yeah. Michael Jordan but and Muhammad Ali yeah exactly like <laughs> no one comes close to those people in terms of like what they're able to do in their sports and exactly. their total impact on the world being able to change the sport too oh 100% yeah. yeah when this first got released probably about I think oh, man, I'm shocking with my memory I think maybe a year mm-hmm. or two ago they sort of tease that this was going to happen what's happened they've done the right thing and released it yeah, earlier yeah smart so smart. which has been smart on their behalf for us but mate how mm. much of a fucking villain is jerry kraus i know he is copping it he's copping i'm it, getting a lot man. of the rap from harry potter about him yeah <laughs> just this little he, fat yeah. ratty looking yeah looking at him you can tell exactly what he's about yeah just the bloke that he wanted a lot of me time i've got to say like you got to be pretty good at your job to put together a team oh, like that. He did amazing. And to get Jordan, like, that was obviously a smart pick. How can you choose at that time that he was going to be who he was? Yeah, correct. Even after he won that, what was it, North Carolina Championship. Yeah, as a freshman. But he he's done it well as the owner of the organisation. Yeah, he's done well. To put, but I think just the owner had said to Michael, it's the worst decision in basketball management thing to break that team up. Oh, absolutely. Like, I admit their start, like, their stars were getting on in age. Like, you look at Rodman, like, he was pretty much going off the rails, mm. which we'll, you'll see in later episodes, and also <laughs> if you've watched the Rodman documentary. And obviously, Pippen was frustrated, and obviously, MJ with everything that happened. And then also, the fact that Jerry said that this is going to be Phil Jackson's last year. Yeah. That was not smart. Yeah. Though, which is not smart, because MJ said, like, all right, if he's not coaching, I'm not playing. Yeah, pretty much. When you've got the greatest it. player of all time. Yeah, it's just yeah, crazy decision. But at that time, he knew what was happening. Yeah. He'd, he'd be confident so... Well, well, he passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, do you really? I didn't yeah, know I that. he passed away. So, yeah, fuck. well... But rest in peace, looking, but fuck. He's looking like a villain, but shit. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> his, his team also won two, three bits. Yeah, we're like 23 and 22. No, I'm 23 now. Big 23, I'm turning 24 at the end of the year. So, obviously, we didn't... We were like super young at that stage. Like I was, obviously, I was born when they won their '97 championship. Yeah, like, so like obviously we can't remember shit. So all we can go <laughs> off is nothing. just YouTube videos, which is obviously a way that we're able to see all old players and just old games. So 
And now this documentary. And this documentary. Which is where which, we're getting information. Correct. And I think this pretty much, this will end up putting to bed any debate about who's the GOAT. You reckon he's the GOAT? I personally know that he had that switch that he could flick. Yeah. That go to that next level and just... Yeah. Like, I know there's been times where LeBron, in certain games, has just yeah. sort of put the team on his back and sort of said, like, all right, well, let's go. But And, like, Kobe, obviously, he's mini-me, but I just don't think people had that... Just that He had that special something. I think, like, the GOAT conversation, obviously, I don't want to turn into something like that because that's all American shows do, talking Correct. about who the greatest is. Yeah. But if you're watching a documentary about Jordan and still talking about LeBron, yeah. I think you've got a big case for LeBron to be the greatest. The only way these sort of conversations can get either put to bed or sparked up a whole heap yeah. is by this sort of stuff coming out. Exactly. And I just think, yeah, I know there was reports coming out that Michael wasn't happy about how he was portrayed in it. He was a dick. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, he was a dick. He got stuff done. Yeah, correct. Like he pulled, pulling you away, he didn't want you there, which exactly. is fair enough. Like yeah. 100%. In a five-man team. Well, sorry, what, 10 men, five on the bench or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I think there's 12 on a roster. Yeah. Yeah, so five on the court at one time. If you're not sure. pulling your weight, you can fuck off. No, nah, and that's, yeah, that's the thing with basketball is one player can have such an impact, but obviously, like exactly. I say, a, a team of champions will never beat champion individuals or fucking something along those lines. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for the yeah. chat, stop for the quotes. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. We're not the sharpest on the ship, but we're pretty sharp. Yeah. We're street smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got something like that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but yeah, well, what can you Have you got any topics you'd like to talk about? You'd like to stew? We've covered a fair bit for the first episode. This has been running for a while. Yeah, we've done... Like, like, this is the thing. Like, you can sit down with a couple of cans and you can absolutely talk the paint off the walls. Exactly. I might need a... Yeah, looking like I'm going to do a recode in, in, uh, in the dojo. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, we see at the pub and do this for fucking hours. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Just start slurring your words a bit more as you go by the, by the hour. Yeah. But I think we really need to get someone in on this. We need yeah. to get Jimmy Mack first. Yeah, like up, I said. Straight up, Jimmy yeah. Mack. Jimmy Mack, yeah, one of our good mates. Um, he was my first sponsor at the footy club. Yeah. So, like we said, we go to the... We go to the pub a lot on a mm. Saturday mm-hmm. we do love our horse racing love our horse racing it's... got no tips don't know how to do it personally yeah. but uh, do love a pun <laughs> we <laughs> like, do love keeps you interested it it's, really does it's the great Australian thing and especially now like I've spoken to a lot of people that don't usually get on the punt and yeah. ever since everything shut down and there's only horse racing which just exactly. shows how much pull Mate, it must horse racing has economy so much well, I can't imagine him I'd be interested to see what the turnover is I read a thing how the jockeys are going to separate yeah that's fully quarantined yeah. Yeah, yeah well they have to do it because as soon as you get one oh they've got to have some measures oh but in saying that if someone had it I think they'd sort of just get swept on the rug and nothing oh, would get brought up I can know if they would they wouldn't say a word about it no 100% so yeah so obviously like Obviously, yeah. uh, the podcast would hear about it first, though. We'd yeah, yeah, we get the information. We've got people on the ground. As, as you can probably hear, we're sitting in um, a couple of Aldi's oh, yeah, finest so, camp yeah. chairs. Yep. <laughs> the dojo is very well um, well finished. We're running on a budget here, so. Uh, oh, well, early days. Early days. If you, if you want to sponsor us, feel free to yeah. flick us a message. We've got a couple of major sponsors coming up. Won't reveal their names just now. No, nah, the we, yeah, we need to wait to the checklist. <laughs> wait to the checklist. <laughs> Yeah, look, we're... That's... Jimbo, that's a very good point. That, that's a very good look, point. Gonna, I, don't, I don't want to give anyone free advertising for... No, nah, uh, no chance. And, like, if you do want to get in touch with us, if you just want to yell out and give us... Whatever business card for you. <laughs> yeah, 
You're very, uh, you're an entrepreneur, aren't you? <laughs> Bit of an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you do want to get in touch with us, you want to like set, do a little screenshot and post to your story if you listen to us or anything like that, you can just go to Chew That Fat. Ooh. Yeah, so C H E W T H A T F A T. I think they know how to spell chew the fat. Chew that fat. Chew that fat. It's chew that fat. Yeah, but. Because there's so many bots getting around that they've got bloody usernames. I can't get it off them. Some little 11 year old from freaking Kalgoorlie. He's got me. Got me freaking Instagram handle. Mate, they won't get the rights to the website. Don't you worry, mate. Yeah. So anyway, if, yeah. So if you wanna, if you wanna drop us a DM, if you got any guests that you wanna get on, if you wanna get on the podcast, oh mate, chew that fat on Instagram. Now, we haven't we, set up an email address because we, we got know, a couple of big names emails. coming in, but uh, right now we're accepting all applicants. So uh, feel free, feel yeah, free to give so us. Yeah, ring. get in touch with us. Do you wanna hear like improvements? We're thinking of a, a special two-hour episode where you choose a drink of uh, your choice, and Jimmy tries to sing as many as he can to give. <laughs> Give life, life advice for half an hour. Tony, <laughs> exactly. Tony Robbins. A, a bit of uncensored life advice from James <laughs> O'Brien. <laughs> Probably the most trustworthy news source. Hey, I trust you as far as I can throw you. So not far. Hey, hey, so how, we're, just ha- we're just having dinner before and you said you've packed on a couple of kgs. How much are we clocking in at the moment? Mate, I, come an end of the footy season, I was 78 to 80. You've put on that much weight. I'm, what are you now? I'm now 92 kilos. <laughs> And the good thing for me is I've got the I've got the COVID nineteen as an excuse to say I've put it on. But see, I've but deep down, no, I've no. said to a lot of people, there's there's either going to be two ways people are going to take this. Some people are going to go hard into the health and fitness and going to be like, all right, I'm going to start eating healthy, Absolutely, look after myself, yeah. get on the YouTube, get on these classes and stuff. A lot of people have too. A lot of yeah. people looking fucking shredded. And then there's Jimmy O'Brien on the other half. <laughs> I must say, you've just um, lifted your hat off, which is a beautiful Foster's Extra, and you're sporting a delicious mullet. Yes, I'm uh, slowly uh, transitioning into the mullet. Um, pretty much another thing that blokes want to do over this break, get an obscure haircut, either yeah. shave their head or do something that won't affect them at work. Yeah. Well, I guess you don't have to go into the office, so... Exactly. I've seen a lot of the Dusty Martin going oh, around. I've seen, seen a lot of footy players do. What did Maxi Gorn do? He did a little strip... Yeah, down his hair. Yeah, a bit of, of Mr. T about that. Yeah. The old beer with the mohawk sort of vibe. Finally, thank fuck, we're off Caulfield. That has been it's an been absolute shit sinkhole for my bank. I tell you, bank I threat. reckon I lost, I'm going to say, at least 10 in a row there. I Last week, was it Randwick Caulfield Racing? Yeah, Randwick Caulfield. I yeah. won some obscure bet in Ascot. Is the old WA? It was Pikey Award? Nah, Pikey wasn't. It was... Some fucking weird outsider that had a bit of flavour going for it. <laughs> but Caulfield and Randwick can get absolutely fucked last week. I feel I feel like a lot of people felt that too. Yeah, I think Caulfield, like, they've just copped an... Like, I listen to RSN in the morning and they've just copped an absolute flogging on the text line about their track buyers. Race oh, one shit. on the weekend, of Jumbo Ozaki won, which mm. I was on. Um, so that's what I should have got on. Yeah, Instead, so, I, went, I went for the other races. I went race two... I think race six and race eight. Yeah, there's a couple of favourites, Pippi and good. Mr. Quickie oh, that went Pippi, around. That absolutely Quickie. got absolutely shagged. That, that was just disgusting. Yeah, so like race one, start of the day, Jumbo Ozaki was, I think he was either sitting in on the fence, one back or two back. Anyway, it was a good ride by old uh, Freddy Krueger Williams, the old Leatherface. 
Um, awesome ride. Anyway, yeah, so he was able to gain ground in the home straight. So I thought, finally, we're going to have a exactly. true race. Where someone can actually storm in. Race two, no. No. Race no. three, no. no. Anyway, got to race, it was either three or four, Pippi was when in. When Pippi was running, yeah. I think I got on in the black. So I think it was like, even money. It had come off like a group one win. And it was versing like inferior no, opponents. And I thought... Pippi well, was everyone's best bet of the day. Oh, 100%. Because it was either going to be the way that the race was playing out in the track... Pippi's a front runner. So you think, all right, front runners are winning at Caulfield for yeah. the past fucking two months. We're going to be on. Anyway, it gets to the 200, dies in the ass. <laughs> you know, that goes half of Australia's multis. Exactly. Yeah. And that, then, that into Mr. Quickie. That into Mr. Quickie. And then obviously with the track not playing the way that Mr. Quickie wants, obviously gets back in the field. Ollie mm. had to go back from a shit gate and just never hit the line that well. So that actually, that last that day nearly broke me in part. Oh, like, I sent you a message on roll me. Yeah. I sent you a message on our WhatsApp group two weeks ago saying I think the punts broke me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. The Thursday the, after we're back yeah, on. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, the Wednesday. I went on the Wednesday night specials. <laughs> I had a crack yesterday. Didn't do too um, bad, but but it's just I don't know. Like we, we probably shouldn't, right? Now. Nah. Like I admit, I mean the winning winning money's good. I had to do a better hurry. I just got there to do ten minutes to catch my plane. I love like the research. The thing, love... the thing is, it's not even about winning money after time. It's just being keeping involved. Oh, it's just like depending and... on live sports. Yeah, when you're just watching it, it makes you more keep... interested. But yeah, I think put like a five dollar multi on. Yeah, hundred percent. Piece of piss. Yeah, same game. Yeah, yeah. keep it. I best. think yeah, but I think obviously horse racing. It's been around for yonks. I think they're they're beautiful animals. I feel like they're bred to do it. They're, every race horse was come from like two Serbian fucking horses a gazillion years ago so but anyway yeah so racing this week's finally switched to Flemington they've got a couple of good things we think running around obviously Russian Camelot blew the start last uh, two starts ago Mm. then went to Pakenham for a midweek race racing heavy with 61 and a half Mm. and just smashed them as expected Um, so I'm thinking if it gets the jump right I haven't seen who's on board but I know Ollie was on it last time when it Blew the start, and he was not happy at all. Mm. Got scratched mm. behind the gates. I'm pretty sure. What jumped up or something? Jumped up in the barriers mm. and just yeah. So he wasn't happy. So like when we went went to watch Chautauqua. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so valley. at the valley, the old uh, no start absolutely destroyed us. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think Russian Camelot race five number four at Flemington is probably one of the better things of the day. Also, Melbourne Cup winner Bound to Clare is also getting around there. I think yeah. it's slowly building into it. So, Van de Clare's in race four, race number for one. Um, and his form, like, 2400's outstanding. So yeah, you're going to back it. Yeah. It's good, it's good over long distance. It's yeah, the bike's, beautiful. Yeah, the bike's... Like, Who's been, riding it? Um, I assume it would be Willow. Yeah. Right in the Melbourne Cup. Mm. He's carrying 61 again, but I think he's just going to be the class horse of race. The thing is, fair. these like these Van de Clare, Russian Camelot, they're rating it way above mm. the other horses. And that was the exact same situation last week. Pippi and... Um, Mr. Quickie rated heads and tails above, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Buddy Flemington gives us a f- bit of a smooth track. Yeah, thoughts. And that's the mate. That's the thing. After the last couple of weeks, we've all been pretty devastated. I know my old man was. He had the quaddy on, but he got shafted race six or seven. No, nah, it was seven. Yeah, it was the last leg deprived. I had that too. Deprived. Got, got done got on pipped, the nose. Pipped on the nose by Huey Bowman. That was a good ride by him actually. He picked the gap. So, 
yeah, we had yeah, and it's just it's just been woeful. So it's good that's going back to Flemington. Also yeah. beautiful there. It's always beautiful. Yeah, it's good. It's been like obviously there's been no racing there. They've just had trials, <laughs> and, so <laughs> and no one's allowed there anymore. So so, so um, but still they they they're keeping the courses in pretty good nick. Obviously yeah. they've still got essential workers there. Well, the thing was the races were going to happen anyway. So obviously yeah. the track staff needed to get the the races in a good order. So. We might do a cheeky little parlay. Okay. Thought we'll okay. multi. Yeah, lay, lay it on me, lay it on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll go Oasis Girl Race 3. Yeah. Into Race 5, Russian Camelot. Mm-hmm. Into Race 7, Autor Rule. Mm-hmm. And we'll chuck in Van Clare Race 4, number 1. Perfect. So I reckon if you chuck all them in, in a little yeah. multi with a system, just so you get a bit, yourself a bit of security, then do one with all of them winning. Mm-hmm. And then probably do another one with Oasis Girl placing, Russian Camelot winning, Auto Rule placing, and be then Vegas winning. Be pretty safe places. Well, you'd think. Mm. It didn't happen last week. So, I reckon this week, I don't know if I'm going to be betting on tips or if I'm going to be betting on omens because I reckon I'll do twice as good doing that on the omens. rather than what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. Oh, one can only hope that we get through this. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's going to wrap us up for the first episode, the inaugural episode of Chewing the Fat. Inaugural. I love it. Yeah, it's been good. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed it and uh, we might pump out another one very, very soon and get you that into your ear holes. Got nothing else to do. Can't wait. Shout out to Jimmy Mac. Can't wait to have you on, bro. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Stay safe.